Welcome back to episode number 56 of the MP Dude. This is Jeff the MP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice. That is all of our voices, so keep comments, questions, emails. Getting a lot of good emails. A lot of good emails from you guys. Uh, keep them coming to me, Jeff at the MPDude.com. Send them to me. If it's bugging you, it's got to be bugging all of us. If, it, if you don't understand it, there's probably, I don't know, 100,000 of us out there that don't understand it too. So you're not alone, and I might not understand it either, so... Tell me what your problems are. Make them my problems so that I can figure them out for me, too. Most of them, so far, I can kind of shoot from the hip, and I know most of the answers, or at least I can find them pretty quickly. And, and, and that's cool. So I'm good with that. That's that's kind of what this, this show is for. But if there's something I need to do some research for, I don't have a problem doing it. Again, this is never going to be legal advice. This is only going to give you information so that you can go be educated enough to learn about it on your own so that you can dig a little deeper, whether it's by your jurisdiction in your state is different or whether your specific issue is different. And, and uh, I always defer to the fact that if you think you need legal advice, you probably do, and you should hire an attorney for it. So I'm going to put that out there again. So if you don't know how to get an attorney... I always say it, call your local bar association and say, I need a reputable attorney that can help me with X, Y, or Z type problem, and they will steer you in the direction, and then you can go talk to them. What do we want to talk about? We're talking about stuff. It's beautiful out today. It is. It's a little cool. It's like 48 degrees. It's a Friday. It's uh, sunny. Northeast Ohio, it's, it's hard to believe that it's still this nice. Normally this time of year, it's raining all the time. It's still kind of dreary, and it's not not warm yet, but it's been beautiful. So the greenhouse is booming right now. I got um, I still haven't planted, replanted my tomatoes. i got to do that. I'm going to do it this weekend. Maybe I'll do it Sunday. We'll see. Maybe Sunday. Maybe tonight. I don't know. Anyway, so what do we want to talk about today? I got two emails. Um that were pretty, pretty timely. And they just both came in like, you know, one literally I just got when I was just starting to pick up the recorder. I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll talk about that one. That's a great one. And then another one came in last night to me and, and, um, and I'll get into that one here in a second, but it's from a guy that's always reliable to me. And he's, he gives me great ideas and he's like, Hey, check this out. I don't know what the hell is going on here. And, um, I'll give my, my advice and my input, my, my, point of view with regard to that one as well. So, um, but first, what's the issue that came in just now? Can you prescribe or re-prescribe a medication for someone when you're either on call or when they, they go out of the office, your other people go out of the office? Can you prescribe for somebody else? And this person's like, I can't find an answer. I can't find an answer. No one can, no one can tell me. I don't know. And is it allowed? And this is one of those questions where, you know, my favorite answer is it depends. This is a big fat, it depends. It really depends on your state. It really, really does. And then there's some, some things you could do to kind of alleviate this issue. So it's not even such a big deal. At least it's not supposed to be. So here's the problem in specific to Ohio. And I don't know if this person's from Ohio or not, and I'm not going to use name. But the problem in Ohio is that under the Ohio Administrative Code, and we've talked code code sections before, right? Like what's the administrative code versus the revised code? Well, the administrative code is the board's rules. It's the executive branch's rules on how they implement the actual legislation. And because the Ohio administrative code 
uh, can be different than the Ohio Revised Code. Usually, a lot of the sections are the same. They just kind of mirror each other, but then it gives a little bit more guidance as to like how they implement the Revised Code. Well, the problem is, is the Revised Code, for all intent and purposes, I can't find anything that says you're not allowed to do it in the Revised Code. But I didn't really look that hard. But the Ohio Administrative Code, I don't need to look that hard at the Revised Code because the Administrative Code specifically states you can't do it. You, you're not supposed to, in Ohio, refill a prescription, period, for anybody else. I know it's going to be a firestorm. People are going to send me hate mail. I get it. I agree with you. But the rule is pretty blatantly, obviously clear. And, and people want to debate why they do what they do. Well, I do it this way because it's, it's been safe. Well, okay, but that's not what the rule says. <laughs> you might be right. But they're the ones with the big hammer and the big stick, and they can take away your license. I don't know. I just it's, it makes me a little nervous, right? So here's here's the problem: the Ohio Administrative Code, and I bet that there's a lot of jurisdictions that are repressive, like Ohio, that have similar language, because Ohio's not that smart. They're not going to be innovative. They're going to follow someone else's you know lead. Th- that says you have to actually have examined the patient, which means physical examination. That deviates significantly from what the physician's code sections are in their in their board rules. Their board rules say you don't need to physically examine them. You just need to identify them. <laughs> you get you know you call in and say, oh, is it uh, Mrs. Jones in bed six? Yeah, okay. Well, let's give her some lisinopril. <laughs> you know they're they're allowed to do that. They don't have to physically examine, but they don't trust nurse practitioners yet in Ohio. So we physically have to see that person to prescribe for them. We have to have an active chart for that problem. See what the problem is? So if, so if somebody calls in and says, hey, uh, I got a, a burning sensation when I pee, and they were just in for an upper respiratory infection, and you say, well, that's great. I'd love to send in some Bactrim for you, but I can't. I have to have you come here, and they get all pissed off. I explain to them, I have to see you. It's the law. I'm not allowed to do it. I will lose my license. You tell me you like me as your nurse practitioner and that you don't want to go to anybody else, but you want me to lose my license? That doesn't work. So I need you to come pee in a cup. I'll talk to you for a minute. We'll get a chart and you get your bag from. Period. Sorry. That's the way it's got to be. Which stinks, right? I mean, because not not for the bathroom issue, but I mean for certain things, it's like okay, I truly trust the people in my practice, and if somebody's on vacation and I'm covering for them, and somebody has a problem that's just a refill, I gotta see them. They're supposed to come in. I'm supposed to see them so that I can get them their lisinopril. Isn't that ridiculous? I can't just rely on looking at the chart, going through their chart, saying. Hey, this chart's clean. Everything looks good. They've been taking it. I can look and see through their RX hub that they've been picking this thing up reliably, and they're taking it. Their blood pressures have been normal. There are no complaints. Everything's great. I'm looking through old charts. I'm, t- I'm spending the time doing it, and then I feel comfortable and safe saying it's my license. If I if I prescribe something wrongly to somebody, I fully expect that they'll sue me, and I, that I could lose my license if I do something in error. But is that an error? I don't think it is. <laughs> it isn't, but it's against the law. It's against their rules. So in Ohio, it's a no-no. You can't do it, period. Cannot, cannot, cannot. And other people, I saw it on a Facebook thread, and then somebody emailed me. I don't know if this email was um, from that Facebook group. I Honestly, I didn't go back to look and see if you can correlate it, but I saw that in there, and I was like, yeah, I read, I read the, the rule in there, and 
the 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 moderator for that that Ohio Facebook page does a fantastic. She's up on it, man. So I blatantly stole the revised code section from her. I was like, yeah, that's the code section. Yeah, that's it. And I had heard that that was the rule, but I never really looked it up. So I, you know, how hard is it to practice in Ohio? I mean, you you don't even know half the time what the real rules are until it's too late. I bet half the people, if not more, in Ohio will have no hesitation in refilling a prescription for someone that they trust. If it's an innocuous, you know, legend medication. Not opiates. We're not talking opiates. That's a different animal. Now, if it's an opiate, you've got to see them, and you have to be willing to have prescribed it to them in the first place. That's the threshold I use. If I don't think that it's, it's a medically necessary medication for somebody... I'm not going to prescribe it, period, whether it's controlled or not. I, and I had an issue the other day with Lyrica, and somebody was coming to see me, usually saw somebody else, saw me, was coming in for a refill for Lyrica, and I said, how's this pill working? Not working at all. Then you're not getting it. Done. <laughs> see how easy that was? You're not getting it then. It's not doing anything. It's a controlled substance. There's diversion potential. It's a substance of abuse. I'm not putting it out there if you're not getting any therapeutic benefit from it. And so I, you know, I went and told the other providers, and I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's not worth it. She said it doesn't work, or he said it doesn't work. They said it doesn't work. I'm not going to do it. And I didn't. So the narcotics is it's kind of a different animal. I'm, I'm talking more legend medications. Just you know, what, what do you do with those blood pressure meds? But yeah, you're supposed to see them in Ohio. Now other states may be different. They may be more lenient. If there's a, a full practice authority state, they they probably would be more like a physician, where as long as you have you know, knowledge that it is for sure the patient and that maybe you do a chart review or something like that. There might be some, you have to do something to verify that that medicine, medicine's appropriate for that person. You don't want to get caught with your pants down and have just, you know, oh yeah, somebody says they got a refill of, um, um, you know, Vistaril and it's really Valcyclovir or something like that and you just give them Vistaril without even looking in their chart. Are they even on this medicine? That's that's negligence. So that's a different question. That's a different answer altogether too. So you, you, you have to make sure that the right med, the right dose, the right frequency, all that stuff's got to be done. Just like the five rights that you did in nursing as an RN, the same, the same thing's got to kind of happen as an NP. But that's a great question and I... I I never really even thought about it. I just, you know, I'm like, this is the process. Now, here's the process that you can do in Ohio that makes this problem go away. You give standing orders to your to your nurses that work on your behalf. You can give an order and delegate to refill a medication. So you can you can have a standing order that if somebody is out of a medication that you can give them enough pills in that medication until they can get on my schedule and be seen and reevaluated. And that's, that's, that's okay. You can do that. So there's no need for you to go and refill someone else's. You shouldn't have a need for that. Now, if somebody's on vacation for two weeks or three weeks and somebody's running out, then um, you know the standing orders is that they could get, get enough until they get back. Or the option is get them on the other practitioner's schedule that's there and say, come on in, see me for a couple of minutes. We'll talk, make sure everything's working. I'll assess you real quick, make sure everything's good, and I'll give you another prescription not a big deal. Now you have an active chart on that person and so does the other pay, pr- provider. And now you, they call you in and you can call in another script for them because you just you know that patient. You have an active chart with that problem in your name. But if you see them for the first time, you gotta, you gotta do your full assessment and stuff like that. You can't just call it in. 
So that's a great question, and it's it's scary. It's one more level of scary that I see people out there that are blatantly violating the rule and making excuses for it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Boardsdon'tcare.com. That's going to be my new website. Theboarddoesn'tcare.com. They, they just don't. They could care less what your good excuse is. Well, they really needed it. <laughs> so what? They could come in for an appointment. That should be important to them. Next time, don't run out. <laughs> it's, it's just lack of play, poor planning on, on the patient or your part doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah, they don't care. They could care less. So that, that was an interesting topic, and I really appreciate that one. I haven't even responded back to that email yet. So um, by the time you get my email, this, this will have been recorded, and it will be published probably this evening. So um, I hope that answers it, but you really got to dig deeper in your state. If you're not sure, you, you can call your board. I would call anonymously. <laughs> I wouldn't use my cell phone, and I certainly wouldn't use... Um, uh, I guess I would. I don't care. But I, I just I would want clarification from the state board in your state. At least have them tell you what section of the code it's in, so that way you can maybe narrow it down. In Ohio, we 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 have um, our code goes through a, a web hosting service that's called LawWriter, and it's got a pretty decent search tool. So if you type in uh, refill or prescription refill in that in that search bar, I'm pretty sure it's going to popu- populate up right real quick. And it'll give you both sections. It'll give you the stuff that refers to you know, all the sections. Anything that's, you know, veterinarian versus, you know, um, physicians, PAs, NPs, all that stuff. It's going to all show up in there. So that was a great question. I appreciate those kind of comments because that was a new one. I like the new ones because it's, uh, you know, it's something for me to talk about. It's something for me to really, like, reread and th- think about, you know, and, and apply the knowledge that I already have towards what, what the issues are. It's great. That exercises my brain. gives me something to do while I'm driving and thinking about. That's great. Keep that up, guys. That was fantastic. So what else do we have? I had another email from a guy that's been kind of listening for a while, and he's he's consistently gives me information, gives me good ideas, he gives me like red flags like, oh hey, this this organization is doing this, or oh hey, did you see this over there, or you know, why don't you talk about that? That's a cool topic that's out there. And and I really appreciate that. I really, really do. And and he said I can use his name, so thank you, Chris in North Carolina. What you're doing for me is awesome. And I don't know if you guys realize when you guys send me emails like that how awesome it is to be able to just look at an email and say, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's talk about that. Let's do a little research on that. Let's figure that out. Because most of these types of things are bugging people or like, like Chris, it's like this, this is just an issue that why, why is this a problem? Why are we, why are we dealing with this? And, and so if we bring it to the, bring it to light, get it out in the sunshine so everybody can see it. Maybe it's not as big of a deal, um, as maybe it seems like it is or, or, Maybe we can come together and coalesce and have a better approach to handling it. That's that would be my ideal. In a perfect world, we would all like just coalesce. Not behind me. I'm not the guy. But we would coalesce as a unit. We'd all have the same concepts of how we want to get crap done, and we could get done. We can. It's my hammer analogy from yesterday's show. And you guys, I haven't even posted it yet, but you'll hear my hammer analogy. It's the same thing. The more people we have working together, the better we have an opportunity to expand our scope, to expand the um, the view of us as practitioners. And uh, you know, I had I had a, co- a comment yesterday. This one, it just kind of reminds me of the view of practitioners. I have a, a physician that works in the area that's near me, and I had a patient come in and say he's getting treatment at this other physician, this other provider. He's old school, and he's like, 
and that my patient's like, we love you. And it bothers the other guy that we like you more than him. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why does that bother him? He goes, I don't know. It's because you're a nurse practitioner. And so my patient gets it, you know, he's like, and he's like, I don't care. You, you, you talk to me, you, you help me, you give me, a, you know, all the, the, the help that I need. Sorry. I got to pass some slow poke on the back road. Sorry, buddy. You're going way too slow. All right. Sorry. And, um, so my patient gets it. I'm good with it. That's all I care about. I don't care what the guy says. I'm going to request records from him, though, just to kind of put my thumb in his eye a little bit. <laughs> Plus, I need the records anyways, but it's more for the thumb in the eye. Anywho, um, but Chris in North Carolina, um, you're, what's bugging you has got to be bugging me, and this is bugging Chris, so it's got to be bugging me. Well, maybe not. Not as much as you would think. But what the issue is, is ANA sent him an email, and it said... Um, the new health care law that's being proposed at the federal level is against everything in our core principles. Blah, 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 blah. Okay? And so you know which side of the aisle it's on. So it's completely, completely political, right? This isn't about the practice of nursing. This isn't about respect of nurses. This isn't about um, safety for patient ratios or, or advocating for nurses in any form or fashion. This is all about political using the the large number of nurses out there to use propaganda to sway their political view so what's my my recommendation don't listen delete the email unsubscribe from them don't send them any more money the ANA should not have a single dime from you because their political agenda is to sway your political opinion it's not to help you. Now, maybe you get a benefit out of the ANA to get a little discount on malpractice insurance, or maybe a benefit out of ANA for rentals of car, you know, car rental fees and things like that, whatever. So there's some member service crap that you can get. But you can get that at the state level, and they don't do that political crap. Right? You could do that there, and they don't do that crap. Sorry. Bad intersection. There we go. You can tell I'm running late. And um, so... So why, why give them money? <laughs> why give them money? Don't give them any money. Give it to the state organization. It's actually going to give you something, help you in your state, knows your issues in your state. More importantly, as a nurse practitioner, join AANP because all they care about is advocating for the, the nurse practitioners. They're not advocating for some agenda in the political arena. They may have some left-leaning or right-leaning issues, and that's fine, whatever. Everybody's going to have those. But don't listen to this crap. Unsubscribe. Send them a letter saying, I will no longer be giving you my money, and it's because of these reasons. And be done with them. Don't give them another dime. Move to your state organization. Don't go to them. And and would I say this if it was the Heritage Foundation type thing in, in nursing? Yes, I would. It's not just the liberal side. It's the conservative side. Giving them money does nothing for you. It doesn't. They're not. They're not advocating for you. <laughs> they're wasting your money on political crap to sway your opinion in one way or another for a political argument. Now, I did go look through their the ANA because I'm not a member of the ANA because I remember back when I was in nursing school, I saw how left leaning they were, and I was like, this is just propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. <laughs> and then said, ignore it. Don't waste your money on that crap. 
Nobody cares in practice that you're a member or not of any of these organizations. The only one that you might want to join is your state NP organization, just to stay current on what's happening in your state. It's good. It's good information. That's the only reason that it's. And they they do advocate for your state licensing, expanding your scope, protecting you know the rights of NPs, stuff like that. That's that's great. That's what that's for. I don't mind giving them money. That's they're they're advocating for me. They're not trying to jam political crap down my throat. Anyways, um, but I did read through the ANA's website real quick, and I saw their core principles or their pillars or whatever they called it. It was one of the first tabs. I'm like, well, let's see what they what their you know philosophy is, the pillars or the the principles of their core. And guess what it was? It was a carbon copy of the talking points from when they were trying to pass the Affordable Care Act. I mean, they they they're that old. <laughs> their core principles are from 2010. Maybe 2009. They, they haven't updated them at all. They're garbage. It's the same as the Affordable Care Act. Talking points from when they were trying to sell that piece of crap. And what, what's what's bad about this is that, and, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but what's bad is they're, they're fighting against something without really realizing what they're doing. They're saying, oh, this, this thing is horrible, this thing is the worst thing ever. And then when you actually go read it, yeah, it's, it's crap. <laughs> it's, it's, what's being proposed is garbage. Why? Why? Because they want you to be single-payer anyways. They both are fighting for the same end result, and they don't even realize it. So the ANA is just doing the bidding of some political hack to publish this crap. That's their, their lobbyists. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Stay away from them. Most national organizations, other than AANP, are—it's garbage. AANP, I believe, and they—they they actually protect us. They—they they, their goal is to expand the scope of nurse practitioners across the country, and and to provide good information and and good education. And so I I believe in that one. But most of them are just a, a pile of garbage. Here's another one I, I was looking at, and I, I saw somebody that had this credentialing, this this uh, association affiliation, and um, I can't even remember the name of it. It was like T-A-A-N-P or something like that. But basically it was um, Nurse Practitioner Lawyer Association, right? So that's got to be a pretty small group. There's not too many of us. And I'm like, well, let me just see what's in there. You know, maybe there's maybe there's something valuable in there. It was a it was a scam. It was all crap. It was like $400 to join. And there was like member benefits. Oh, you can get put on our list for referrals. Okay. I'm like, well, okay, let's see where the cha- what chapters there are. Is there a chapter in Ohio? Nope. There's not even a chapter in Ohio. So how many referrals am I going to get through that? Nobody even knows who this organization is. How are they going to get referrals to me? This is dumb, right? So be leery of just say, oh, this looks like it's going to look good on my resume. I'll pay the $400 because it's an association and it sounds neat. They're just marketing to you to, to get their mo- your money. Don't waste your money. Really research what you're giving money to before you actually give them money. Make sure they believe in the same core values that you do. Or... If they don't believe in your core values, that they're not pushing an agenda that is, you know, in any way, shape, or form not really related to what the organization's supposed to. What does the the the, the ANA have to do with the pillars of Affordable Care Act? Well, we believe that the age of, of children for protection under their parents' insurance should be to age 26. Why, why does that have a? Why does it affect nurses? Why does that affect an RN working at bedside? Does that help patient ratios? No. <laughs> it's stupid. 
That, that, that's why I get frustrated. I'm not frustrated because that it's leaning left. I'm frustrated that they're they're using the large pool of people that believe that ANA is an authority in this, and in reality, they're just a political hack. It's what it is, and you can get some discounts, but I wouldn't. I, there's other ways to get discounts. Don't use them. Anywho, I'm going to be done with that because there's going to be some people giving me hate mail today. That's okay. Give me hate mail. If you hate me, I want to see a rating on my Facebook page why you hate me, but I want you to tell me why. you got to tell me why. You owe me at least that. The other thing is uh, iTunes. Guys are listening a lot on iTunes. My Facebook download or, uh, show views are still fairly high, um, but my um, downloads through my website are kind of flat. I really, really think there's a ton of people on iTunes. So if you're on iTunes, go on and give me a rating. Just give me a star. You don't have to leave a comment. I prefer that if you give me a negative or an average or whatever. You know, if you give me a four or five, I don't care if you leave a comment. But if you give me a two or a three, I'd like to see why. Is there something I could do to make it better? And if there's not, then that's fine. That's that's okay, too. So far, not anybody's giving me anything less than a five. And I don't buy that. I'm not that good. <laughs> I just am not that good. So somebody give me an honest rating. Tell me what you really think. If it's, if it's an average rating, I'm okay with it. Just tell me why. Is it something I can do to fix it? Anyways, it's, we're at 24 minutes, and I need to pass about five people that are going 30 and a 55. So um, I'm going to choose to do that carefully and not while I'm recording. See? Safety first. Um, don't forget to like and share the show, guys. I'm, I'm kind of stagnant. I think I got 750-some, 53 likes. It's kind of flat. I really want to hit that 1,000 mark. So really, really sh- spread the show. Get it out there, guys. Tell your friends. This is the lull part of the week because I'm, it's Friday and usually I don't post Thursdays because I work later and by the time I get home and I stopped at a buddy's house on the way home last night and had to chit-chat with him for a little bit and that was kind of nice and um, didn't get home till a little bit late. So sometimes things do that and, you know, it's nice just to catch up every now and see what's going on with your friends. And uh, But anyways, catch me on iTunes, give me the, the rating on there and... Um, don't forget to email me any of your problems, jeff at the npdude.com. You can always PM me through Facebook, and uh, I usually respond pretty quick. So if you have an issue, make it mine, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk soon.